the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. Well, in the Bible, one of the most terrifying and horrifying scriptures is found in Second Thessalonians 2 and 11, where it says, God shall send them strong delusions. Question, what does the phrase strong delusions mean? And what can we do to avoid falling into this trap, whether you are in the church or whether you're outside the church? Well, we want you to join us now as we come to part five in our series entitled, Why Does God Send Strong Delusions? So stay tuned, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be encouraged and blessed by the program and the teaching tonight. As Brother Gary has shared with you, uh, we have been doing this series on 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, verses 10 through 12. And I just want to read in your hearing again, verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and edification and exhortation of his holy word. Tonight, I want to uh, talk about strong delusion as it relates to the Old Testament, particularly as it relates to the number 10, the number 10. You never thought about uh, strong delusions can relate to uh, numerics as it relates to the Bible. Well, it does. Let me say a few things to you by way of introduction. First of all, we need to be extremely careful with hidden messages, secret messages, secret meanings. We need to be careful about codes in certain significant numbers. For example, if you put the word numerology in a Google search, what you get for a definition is this, quote, the branch of knowledge that deals with the occult significance of numbers, close quote. Therefore, numerology is associated with such things as the occult, paranormal, astrology, paganism, divination, witchcraft, and Wiccans. But if you put the word biblical in front of numerology, biblical numerology, 
then these number meanings in the Bible is acceptable and has great biblical learning significance for us as Christians. Now, I believe from a biblical perspective that God did have reasons for using certain numbers over and over in the Bible. Tonight, I want to teach on number 10, and uh, later in the future series, share with you how number 10 is related to God sending strong delusion. You may want to get your pens and paper out because the information that I'll be sharing with you tonight is worth uh, making a note of and writing down. Now, the number 10 is used 242 times in the Bible. Let me say that again. The number 10 is used 240 times in the Bible. How often have you heard a message on the number 10? The word tenth, T-E-N-T-H, is used 79 times in the Bible. And the word ten symbolizes perfection or completion. This meaning would be carried on today when we say, quote, something or someone is a ten, meaning perfect. You remember the movie with Bo Derek and... Uh, the former model had a movie about 10 because it refers to perfection. Uh, oftentimes when you hear uh, preachers and Bible expositors talking about numerics, biblical numerics, they generally will talk about the number three because the number three is used throughout the Bible. Seven is used throughout the Bible and 12 is used throughout the Bible. Now, the word 10 is used throughout the Bible also from Genesis to Revelation. Here are some examples. You might want to write down these examples of the many 10s mentioned in the Bible. Number one, in Genesis chapter 1, At the beginning, I mean, this is the first book in the Bible, the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 1, at the beginning of creation, the term God said is used 10 times. That's quite interesting. God said is used 10 times. Number two, in Genesis chapter 5, It teaches from Adam to Noah was 10 generations. From Adam to Noah was 10 generations. Number three, and throughout the Old Testament scriptures, the word tithe, T-I-T-H-E, is used over and over again. The word a tithe in Hebrew, which is maros, meaning a tenth, was to be given in Genesis 28, 22, Leviticus 27, verses 30 through 32, and Numbers 19 and 26, and also uh, this word tenth is also mentioned in, in uh, the uh, Hebrews 
7 as well, uh, and throughout the Bible and some other places, but these are key verses here. Number 4, in Genesis 18 and verse 32, Genesis 18 and verse 32, God had promised Abraham that he would not destroy Sodom if he found ten righteous men who could be found. And when you think about Sodom and Gomorrah, I also often ask the question to my students, why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? And most of the time they get it wrong by saying because of homosexuality. I said, no, that's not the reason why. The reason why he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because he couldn't find ten righteous people uh, to preserve it. Number five, in Exodus chapter seven, uh, in Exodus chapter seven, uh, as well as uh, chapter twelve and verse thirty, uh, we find that God brought ten plagues on Egypt. We find that in Exodus 7 and then also chapter 12 and verse 30. God brought ten plagues on Egypt. And we find also number 6 in 2 Kings 20, verses 8 through 11, God caused the shadow on a sundial to go backwards 10 degrees. Let me say that again. In 2 Kings 20, verses 8 through 11, God calls the shadow on a sundial to go backwards 10 degrees. Oh, you got 10s throughout the Bible. It's amazing how um, all of these 10s most people are not aware of and they've never been taught about it. Number seven, in 2 Chronicles 4, Verses 6 through 8, Second Chronicles 4, verses 6 through 8, in the temple of God were ten uh, lavers and ten uh, lampstands and ten tables. Lavers is L-A-V-E-R-S. Number 8, in Exodus 12, verses 2 through 3, on the tenth day of the first month, a lamb was to be chosen for Passover. This is in Exodus 12, verses 2 through 3. On the tenth day of the first month, a lamb was to be chosen for Passover. Number nine, in both Exodus 20, verses 1 through 17, and Deuteronomy 5, verses 6 through 21, it speaks about the Ten Commandments. There are Ten Commandments. You ever thought about that in relationship to all the tens that God uses throughout the Bible? Number 10, speaking of 10, <laughs> in Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, it talks about Jesus healed 10 leopards. Number 11, in the Bible, Jesus told several parables 
which focus on the number 10. He talked about 10 virgins in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. He also talked about 10 coins in Luke 15, verses 8 through 10. He also talked about 10 minas, and this is found in Luke 19, verses 11 through 27. Minas is spelled M-I-N-A-S. Number 12, there were 10 days between Jesus' ascension to heaven and Pentecost. There were 10 days between Jesus' ascension to heaven and Pentecost. Number 13, and this is the last one that I want to say tonight. Thirteenth and lastly, when it comes to God creating mankind, you and me, God created us with ten fingers and ten toes. You ever thought about that? We are a reflection of the tens throughout the Bible. And also man is created in God's image and his likeness. So next now, not not next week, but the week after that, I will continue to talk about the number 10 on a specific and greater level in the Old Testament as it relates to Second Thessalonians 2, verses 10 through 12, about God sending them strong delusions because they reject the love of the truth and God had sent them strong delusions. Oh, what a teaching tonight on the number 10 as it relates to God sending strong delusions. This is going to get deeper and deeper as we go, and I will deal with this on a deeper level as it relates to the Old Testament and a particular person that God dealt with the number 10 in disciplining him. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches in using the number 10 as it refers to the strongholds in one's life. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it is time for us to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name's Gary Bell. Actually, they're lit up right now like a Christmas tree, but you should be able to get in. Give us a call. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Grab that phone. Give us a call. We want to hear from you tonight. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank everyone who's been praying for contending for the faith. Without your prayers and the grace of God, we certainly would not be on the air. We also want to thank those who gave this week, and it was only two folks that gave. That's Judy and Jackie. And, you know, that's uh, that's kind of a critical thing. We want to remind everyone that it costs us 400 a week to stay on the air, and we're getting dangerously low in funds. And, you know, we don't have to. We don't want to have to, uh, you know, have you turn the radio on and realize that we're contending for the faith. It's, it's there's a different program on. Um, this is this is serious, folks. So we we're getting so low, and uh, 
if if you know we don't hear from you soon, we're going to be in trouble. We need more than just two people donating each week. Uh, we are listener supported, and we want to continue this program, but we will have no other choice than to go off the air if we don't get your support. Um, if you have been blessed, won't you send a donation? It's time. Now's the time. Um, it's 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 a, it's a critically low uh, point for the program. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to communicate it, but we need your help. If you um, appreciate the program, if you've been benefiting from Dr. Buckner's teaching, um, if this program has blessed you or blessed your relatives and friends and those who have been listening to it for over, over the you know 12 plus years we've been on the air, if you've never given, now is the time. We need you all to step up and, uh, and to make this a reality for us. Otherwise, we're going to have to shut this thing down because we cannot afford it on our own. It's always been listener supported. And if we don't get the support, then maybe the Lord's trying to tell us something. But we believe otherwise. We believe God has plans for the program. We believe God wants it on the, on the air and uh, to continue to be a blessing to those that listen. So there's two ways you can give. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much simpler. Go on to your computer, your laptop, your smartphone, and just go to our website, contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And hit the donate button. It's just a click of the button, and you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. Again, I can't stress this enough. This is, you know, this is getting down to zero hour. And, uh, you know, there's no way for us to, to manage this without your help. Um, it's not like we're going to a restaurant and can't pay the bill. You know, Dr. Buckner and I could wash some dishes. <laughs> but this is not the case, you know, and we don't think they'll let us um, do anything here at the studio like that. <laughs> but all, all kidding aside, it is serious time. We we really need your help. We, we need your prayers and we need your support. So uh, now is the time to step up. Um, you know, we... We always appreciate folks who write us. We did receive a letter this week. It says, hello to Dr. Buckner and all who help uh, keeping the radio program going every Saturday evening. Um, I'm really being blessed when I'm able to listen. I have not been able to send in my monthly pledge. So here it is for the month. Please keep me in prayers as as I read my Bible and ask the Holy Spirit to teach me the un, and give me understanding and the application of God's written word. I'm also helped when other people call in with their questions. I will get my nerve up and call in again, smile. And this is uh, blessings and, and love, Sister Judy. So we really appreciate Sister Judy who stepped up and was one of the two folks that gave last week, you know, and she mentioned how the program has blessed her and how she gets a lot out of the other callers and their questions. And that's how we learn is by listening and uh, as people call in and we hear different things. And, this, of, course, of course, Dr. Buckner's messages are always timely and to and on point. So it's, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing phenomenon with amazing reach for time and eternity. Again, we want to encourage you. Now is the time to give. Now is the time to pray for contending for the faith. 
Um, next Saturday, uh, you may have heard Dr. Buckner mention at the close of his message that we wouldn't be in the studio. And that's because we're going to be doing an all-day seminar next Saturday on the Trinity and Spiritual Warfare. Uh, that's next Saturday, September the 30th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. It's an all-day event. It's going to be held at the Highway International Church, and that's located at 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California. That's next Saturday, so we will not be in studio. We'll have the best of contending for the faith. Um, But we want to invite you to come out and meet us. Dr. Buckner will be there, of course, teaching. Uh, I will be there, uh, as well as our staff. So we want to encourage you to come out, meet us, talk to us, shake our hands, um, and take advantage of this information that's going to be given out on the Trinity and spiritual warfare. It's an amazing time. It will be um, to your benefit. And we want to encourage you, come out, tell your friends, tell your pastor. Um, this is great information. Most, you know, it's sad to say that most folks do not have a strong or solid working understanding of the doctrine of the Trinity. And most Christians, I have to say, have no clue about spiritual warfare. Uh, you know, they're running around. I always use the example, imagine a battlefield with guns and and explosions and bombs going off and shoulder, so- soldiers uh, shouting and shooting and all this going on, all of a sudden everything comes to a halt as they notice here comes across the battlefield somebody streaking, right? Running across the battlefield, nothing on, all of this warfare going on all around them, and they're just oblivious. And that's how we are. You know, None of, so many folks, so many Christians are not equipped. They have no understanding of spiritual warfare as it, as it relates to Ephesians where Paul writes, put on the full armor, they have no clue. And so as a result, they're not equipped and they're getting whipped all the time. So we want to encourage you, come out, because you will be blessed by your by gaining this knowledge of spiritual warfare from a biblical standpoint. Um, and you'll 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 be blessed. You'll be able to, you know, walk in victory, beat and not be defeated. So many God's children just running around defeated, whipped because they're not equipped. So we want to encourage you, come out. Again, that's Saturday, September 30th. It's going to be at the Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California. We want to encourage you. It's going to be an exciting time. So be there. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those announcements. And we do want to definitely encourage people before we get to our callers to uh, take heed to what uh, Gary is saying uh, we are uh, going to be out of studio for a couple of weeks, at least a, a week, and it's going to be about two weeks before we come back. And we want to let everybody know that because people are not being faithful this summer uh, in giving like they should collectively, uh, that has put us back about 900. So uh, we know that uh, Philippians 4 and uh, 19 says, our God will supply all our needs. We trust God to do that through the people who are listening to this program. Uh, but uh, we want to encourage people to uh, help us to, um, through God, to supply those needs so when we come back we don't have that big uh, bill upon us because otherwise we'll have to let uh, KFAX know that we can't be on the air. So we want everybody got two weeks to kind of like aggressively in the Lord uh, step up to the plate 
and uh, make a difference for time and eternity. Well, we're going to get to our callers, Brother Gary, and uh, we have, what, uh, Jermaine first? Jermaine's up first. How you doing, Jermaine? I'm doing very well. Well, that's good. That's good. And uh, what's on your heart tonight? What's your question tonight? Well, I just had a question on, uh, you know, sin. And and, uh, I know sin being an offense against God and His ways, but I always wondered if, if uh, sometimes it's a subjective thing. And the reason I ask that is, say, you have two people from two separate backgrounds who may claim to have the same faith, whereas one may be called to, to lawful execution of another human being who's rightly deserving death, according to the law. And then you may have another who feels like they, they can't take the place of God and take that life, you know, regardless of what the law says. Would it be sin, and, and that and, and some other things, you know, some people uh, consider a certain gray area where swear words, some people don't. Can it be considered a sin according to each person's individual nature sometimes, is what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's interesting. And what uh, what uh, prepped you to, to ask the question? I'm just curious. Just uh, over looking the experience over the years and in conversations with uh, friends of people around the world where... Uh, you'll hear of uh, some things people say, oh, that's wrong. And someone else who claims to have the same faith will go, well, how is it wrong? You know, wrong how? And sometimes from a point of ignorance, some people will say some silly things, but then I see some people are really convicted in their hearts that they cannot do certain things. And I, I don't know if it's a case of God calling certain people for certain actions or what, but it just it, it's too much of a of a conflict sometimes where people aren't quite sure in the gray areas what is said and what is not. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, one of the things is, that's a very good question. One of the things is that uh, God has revealed a lot of stuff in his word. And I think when we are biblically illiterate to the word, we become really confused. But when we're biblically literate, uh, God knocks fusion out of confusion. So there are a lot of ethical things that uh, we are uh, are not clear on in Scripture, but uh, we know that, uh, for instance, let me kind of give you an example. Uh, the the word uh, that uh, is not used, thou shalt not abort, uh, well, we know that that's murder. And then also mercy killings today. Some people are uh, for it and others are against it. Well, that falls under the umbrella of uh, murder as well. And so when we come to uh, other issues, uh, like, for instance, somebody may um, feel that it's okay uh, to listen to rap music, whereas somebody else may say it's not. And I'm talking about, you know, we know that it's wrong to be listening to uh, ungodly rap music that is cursing and everything like that. But some people feel that it's wrong to even listen to Christian rap music that has a a message to it. Well, I think everything really falls under Jermaine, and you may want to look at this. It falls under, uh, you know, uh, Romans 14 and the principle of uh, one's own conscience, you know, because Paul talks about the conscience uh, uh, even when it comes to communion, you know, 
let a man judge himself, you know. So there are a lot of things that, um, you know, our conscience convicts us on. And when sometimes when things are not as clear in Scripture, uh, we know that certain things are a stumbling block. For instance, in Romans 14, there were some people who believed that it was okay to eat all meat. And then there was others who believed that it was wrong to eat, um, you know, no meat at all. Uh, some believe it was okay to eat meat, and others believe it was wrong to eat meat. But Paul said, let every man per- be persuaded in his own mind. In other words, uh, when you look at Romans 14, let every man be persuaded in his own conscience what is right to do. So if some things are not biblically clear in Scripture, then the other area is making sure that our conscience is leading us by the Spirit of God and that we're able to also not be a stumbling block to another brother or sister as well. So is that helping you out? Um, And you may have some other examples that you can throw out, but I know that our conscience play a major part, and then Scripture plays a major part where we have to be, you know, intelligent when it comes to Scripture and Scripture lays out a lot of uh, different things uh, for us to do and uh, that sort of thing. So uh, so does that, does that help out some? I think it does, uh, Dr. Buckner, and I know it's not easy to answer just in a couple of minutes. It's, it's probably worthy of a show sometime. But, uh, you know, I, I guess when you mention the abortion issue, I know people who are anti-abortion, they will not do it. But they've had situations where maybe the, uh, the fetus or the, the uh, baby in, this, in certain stages are stuck, is stuck and is not going to be born, and they've been told they have to, you know, just extract the uh, the material that that would qualify as an abortion. But it's it's kind of that area in between is where I'm talking about where people get in debates over. So I, I know it's not something that's easy to just answer in a couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it's just a good uh, question that you're raising, and a lot of this is, again, uh, the conscience and the Holy Spirit leading us. And, you know, uh, when it comes to abortion as well, that uh, is uh, the, the argument that a lot of people use is uh, every abortion, the result of uh, a sin, well, you know, you got cases sometime when a child is either going to be live or the mother, and there are some cases where the they have to make a choice under those circumstances. So there's a lot of things in life that uh, is not clear, but again, it goes back to a conscience that we uh, have to make those decisions on, uh, you know, and. Uh, And that's the thing that God kind of like brings us to in making those ultimate decisions on these things. So, um, and like I said, and uh, there's a multitude of other issues that we can discuss that's related to this, Uh, you know. So we just have to say, is this going to be something that's going to, where I'm going to be a witness in this? Or is this something violates the Word of God? Or this is something that conflicts with my conscience? And Christians are always going to be in uh, disagreement on certain things when it comes to uh, these issues. 
but uh, it depends on what you are specifically talking about. Like if you raise a question to me, I can develop that with you. So, so if there's something particularly on your mind, then we can we can uh, deal with that. So, is there something particularly that uh, that you want to, to have an example of this? Well, you know, uh, I, I think there's a lot that uh, could be asked, but. I'll just one example, so I don't take up too much of your time. Is uh, the game of football and, and combat sports? I know some people and, and some who are not even Christians they believe it's inherently wrong to play any sports where the object is to, in any kind of way, hurt the opponent. And I know some people will believe that, uh, you know, like the sport of wrestling, which is my favorite sport, you you shouldn't practice any combat sports. But however, someone who's very good at wrestling or, or one of those art forms. It's actually very boring and nonviolent. It is just like well, let me say this. Life. Let me say this to that, and then we'll go to a commercial break and come back. They they had the um, Hasbian Games that Paul went to, where people were, you know, playing various games and uh, you know and stuff like that. So they were always having things like wrestling, and they had track, and they had. Uh, people competing against each other, and Paul went to those things as well. And some of those things were uh, v- very violent in, in terms of people wrestling and going against each other and stuff like that. But he uh, went to him himself, and then he used it as a biblical example. Hold on for a minute, and then we'll come back, and then we'll uh, kind of close up on uh, some of the things we're talking about with you because we got some other callers as well. Brother Gary. All right, it is time for us to take that break. We'll be right back with more of of contending for the faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And once again, we just want to encourage everybody. Now is the time for you to step up and help us out, partner with us financially here at Contending for the Faith. It's been a very difficult uh, summer, and it's impacted our ministry tremendously in the area of finances. Uh, Just like many ministries, to be honest with you, summertime is just that way. And so we're trying to get ourselves back in the black, shall we say. Um, And it's getting uh, to a point where we just are in a critical need right now. We need your help. Uh, We're getting dangerously low in terms of funds, and we have about two weeks, as Dr. Buckner mentioned, to to pull out of this slump. So we need your help. Um, If you've been blessed by contending for the faith, if you've been a long-time listener, whether you're a short-time listener, and if God has moved on your heart and blessed you with the resources, then partner with us here financially at Contending for the Faith. We don't want you to come back in a couple of weeks and discover that we're no longer on the air. It's, It's getting that critical. So we need your help. There's two ways to give. Send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553 Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second way is so much easier. Easier, Just simply go online. Get on your computer, your laptop, your smartphone. Go online to contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And Click on the donate button. It's that simple, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. If just 20 people donated $20, we would have enough for one week's program, or eight people, uh, 50 or four. It, I mean, it's, it's so easy. You know, it's the old saying, um, many hands 
create light work. And if we all get in and pitch in, and it, it's, it, it's that simple. We'll be able to do what we need to do. So we want you to, to, to as the Lord leads you, uh, be a blessing. Consider partnering with us financially to keep things going. Once again, we have a seminar next Saturday. We won't be in studio for the next two weeks. Next Saturday, we're going to have a special uh, all-day seminar. It's going to be on the Trinity and spiritual warfare. It's going to take place Saturday, next Saturday, September the 30th, from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California. So it's going to be an exciting time. Dr. Buckner will be there. I will be there. Our, our staff will be there. You'll get a chance to meet everyone. But most importantly, you'll get a chance to come out and take advantage of, of Dr. Buckner's over 40 years of, of biblical knowledge and training and get in on this in these two important topics, the Trinity and spiritual warfare. <clears throat> most of our folks in our churches really struggle with biblical illiteracy. They really struggle uh, with not of being able to uh, give reasons and answers for their faith or even be able to basically give a definition for the Trinity to understand how spiritual warfare works. Um, These are things that every Christian should know. These are non-negotiables. I mean, most of us, most Christians today, like I said earlier, don't don't have a clue about spiritual warfare. And there's so much confusion around the doctrine of the Trinity, you'd be thinking you're talking to a Jehovah Witness sometime, (laughs) and you're talking to folks in the church about this important doctrine. If you don't understand who God is, wait a minute, we got a problem. So it's so important. We want you to be able to give solid biblical answers for your faith and understand these two vital, important doctrines and teachings. So we want to encourage you, come out next Saturday. Um, it's a free seminar. You won't want to miss this. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And I just want to add to that um, that we will uh, provide uh, DVDs as well as, uh, you know, CDs. Uh, so if people are interested in that, you can contact us and we can supply that uh, for you if you can't make it. But mm-hmm. try to make it so we can meet you there and in person and go from there. And I guess there was a question whether or not we would be able to to air this thing, but it's a it's a visual presentation as well, so it's yes. very difficult to facilitate over the radio. So that's why we want to encourage you to to come out, or if you if you can order the DVD, and so you get the 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 visual part, the powerpoints, and and uh, all of it in its entirety. So it's really important that way. Amen. And also, I've updated my book on the Trinity. And we'll have that there as well for people to purchase the book on the Trinity. Some new additional things I've put in that uh, book that I think will be a blessing to you. Okay, let's get back to Jermaine. Jermaine, you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, so just in summary, just uh, uh, I was saying that the they had the Hesbian games by which the Apostle Paul went to. And uh, he was involved with those games, and some of those games were very, um, you know, uh, physical, and some of them were not as physical, but he participated in it. But he always had the attitude, if this is going to be something that's going to affect you conscious-wise as well as a stumbling block to another brother or sister, don't do it. You know, that's the bottom line to it all. So hopefully that helps out. And good question, and let's visit this again and talk about it some more. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Perry. All righty. God bless you. Brother Gary, let's go to Cece. Yep, Brother Cece, are you there? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yes, thank you for your patience, and uh, let's get right to your question. What's on your heart tonight? I want to ask you in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6 and 7. Yes, okay. And you Would you uh, read it for us, please, so the listening okay. audience can be blessed, and then um, ask your question around as well. Okay, it says, And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Okay, and what would you like? What, what's your question around that? If you could just uh, give me a, a little bit of history uh, in, in terms of that, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, um, why he told them that. Right. Well, uh, well, you know, a lot of times when people read Matthew chapter twenty-four, they don't. Uh, they just localize it. You know, this is the partial preterist view. They just localize it and just relate it to uh, the emperor, uh, the emperor Titus coming in to destroy the the temple in seventy A.D. Uh, and they end it there. Uh, but I believe this is a local and uh, futuristic uh, uh, teaching in Matthew 24, and we must balance it out from a local perspective as well as a futuristic perspective as well. And so earlier he's talking about it on a local level, you know, when he talked about the temple, and that one stone will uh, be standing upon another because the Emperor Titus came in and leveled it down to the ground. And then he continues to talk about things on a futuristic level uh, where he mentions, actually, these are the signs of the end of time. The, you, you know, it's not saying that this is the end of time, but signs that you'll see before he returns back again. Because you got all these people predicting, you know, from the eclipse and they're predicting from these uh, codes and they're predicting from this time of the year and we've gone through all of that speculation is nothing but speculation not revelation uh, and people are biblically illiterate therefore they're not translating the bible interpreting the bible in the right way so th- basically when you when you hear jesus says that these things these are signs of that will be up before he returns there's actually five things that jesus actually mentions that will be signs before his return and this is from Matthew chapter 24, verses 4 through 7. And one of the signs, there'll be false Christ, people saying that they are Christ. Another one is that there will be wars. That's number two. Another Number three, famines. Number four, pestilences. That's another word for disease. We see diseases is all over the place and earthquakes. We just heard about what happened in uh, Puerto Rico and, you know, 7.1 earthquake that happened there and devastated the people. So earthquakes and then, you know, and, and war. So we got all of these things. These are the five major things that's in the news constantly. And so uh, when it comes to us trying to predict the end of the world, we need to remember the words of Jesus in Matthew 24 and 36. No man knoweth the day or the hour, only my Father which is in heaven. Not even the angels in heaven know. And then Jesus says through the in Acts 1 and 7, it is they were wanting to know about the end of time. It says, not for you to know uh, the 
times and the seasons that the Father has restored for himself. So basically, this is it in a nutshell, and uh, these are signs before the second coming. And one of the things we've got to keep our eye on when the second coming happens, the Apostle Paul lays it out in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 that I'm teaching on uh, in a different s- section, but it's Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. It talks about there was to be a great falling away first before that day happens, and then the the son of perdition, that's the Antichrist, will come, and then Christ will come after that. Paul lays it out about what we are to expect when the end comes, and we've got to stop being ignorant of these things. We've got to look at Scripture from what it says and stop this speculation and get into Revelation. So hopefully that helps you out. Yeah, that helps out a lot. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, let's get your prayer quickly. We have another person who want to get her prayer before we go off the air, but what's on your heart in terms of a prayer request? Well, pray for me, my family, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and um, um, Chris Tucker. All righty, Gary. Let's uh, All right. uh, go, go to that. No, Lord, no. we just thank you for Brother Cece. We pray that, once again, that you touch his family, protect them, put a hedge around them in the wall of fire the enemy could not penetrate. And, Lord God, that you meet every need that's represented in Brother Cece's life right now, Lord God. We pray for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we just pray, Lord God, for all these celebrities, Lord God, that um, you would just step into their lives, Lord God, supernaturally bring folks into their lives that would share Christ with them, that would give them, uh, give them, Lord God, a sense of who you are, that they would recognize their need for their Savior. Lord, we just thank you, we praise you, and give you glory in Jesus' name. Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Thank you, Cece, for your call, and God bless you. All, All right. right. Let's go to Sandra. Sandra, are you there? All right, let's get to your, because we have less than a minute, let's get to your prayer request. What's your prayer request so we can pray for you? Well, I've been having trouble with uh, using the bathroom and even sitting and even laying down. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I do the number one, and plus I would like to help y'all with the money situation. Well, and I need prayer for that, too, for my money to raise up. All right. Well, those are some good prayer requests that we need to pray for you on, and let's lift that up, Gary. Okay. Lord, we just pray for Sister Sandra right now, Lord God. We pray for healing in her body, Lord God, that this, whatever this infection or bladder infection, Lord God, Lord God, that you would touch, heal, and restore her, Lord God. And as she desires to help out with contending for the faith, we pray that you would bless her to be able to do so. Strengthen her and encourage her and bless her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast, and we'd like to just thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note and let us know how the program has blessed you. We want to remind you that next Saturday will be a pre-recorded message of one of the better or the best of contending for the faith. So until we see you next time, please keep us in, pr- in your prayers, and uh, we'll give you an opportunity to ask questions and make comments and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.